0: Together growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the gospel of Matthew chapter 9 verse 13. This is the calling of Matthew. We are told by the narrator that Jesus was walking by and he saw a man called Matthew who was sitting at an office. And Jesus, upon seeing him, he invited him, he said, follow me. And Matthew rose and followed him. There are a few things that I think are important. Jesus was walking by, and in that moment, he noticed Matthew. And then upon noticing Matthew, Jesus must have seen something absolutely incredible in this young man, that he starts to take interest in him, and he invites him to follow him, Now, the word that is used in Greek, to follow him, it's absolutely powerful because it is an invitation to become a disciple. And this is important to me because the first one, it's Jesus who comes into our own situations. It is Jesus who comes into our comfort zones. And he notices something absolutely powerful. He notices the seed, the vocation within our lives. Now, this might not mean anything to some people, but it means a lot to me. Why does it mean a lot to me? Because you need to understand that tax collectors were not necessarily liked people. They were not lovable. They were not the people that you loved. Because they took away your money. You needed to pay the taxes. And sometimes they robbed people. They cheated on people. They took more than that which was necessary. That is important because inasmuch as Matthew was working in that office, we do not know what he did. We know he was a tax collector, but we do not know his reputation but we know the reputation of his work. And sometimes they say birds of the same feather flock together. It leads me to answer a question. Is there hope? Is there salvation for those in sin? Is there a second chance for those who have failed in life? And in the life of Matthew, in the life of Jesus, we are told, yes, there is always hope. Jesus is always willing to turn everything for the goodness of the salvation of God. And so we find this young man whom the Lord invites to himself in order to help him to have a relationship with God, to save his life, but later on to save the lives of so many people. I am amazed at how God sees and looks at us. Quite a number of us would have looked at Matthew with disgust, would have been disappointed at Matthew, and if we were walking with Jesus, and probably if he had asked us of our opinion of Matthew, we would have said, well, Lord, this is a lost case. You don't have to worry about this guy. You don't have to listen to this person. He will never do anything good. And what amazes me is that God is able to go and to undo and to go deeper into all the layers that covers us. So many of our experiences have robbed us of our true identity in God. So many of our failures, so many of our sins have taken away the grace of God in our lives. And so I see Jesus Restoring that grace in the life of Matthew, I see Jesus able to see beyond the dirt, beyond the criticism, beyond the mistakes, beyond the blunders, beyond the shame that Matthew has involved himself with. Jesus is able to see a man who later on will be able to write the gospel. He's able to see a man who later on will lead people into salvation with God. What does this say about us? I strongly believe that if we were to open our hearts to God, the Lord can use us just as he was able to use Matthew. The Lord is able to turn everything about us. The other thing that I also find interesting is that Jesus is teaching us, you cannot give up on another human person. Whether it be your child Your parents, your spouse, your neighbors, your siblings, or whoever. You cannot afford to give up to someone. Let alone give up on yourself because you are owned by God. You belong to God. He knows you. He has a better plan for your life. Sometimes I do not know what I'm destined to be. Sometimes I can be caught up in the day. Sometimes I can be miserable. But God sees through all of that. God is able to rise and to take us with himself. And so I love the invitation that the Lord does. He invites Matthew not just to follow him, but he invites him to be a disciple. He invites him to be taught, to be schooled, to be trained, to be formed. And later on, he imparts his gifts on Matthew. He shares his love with Matthew. That is why later on, Matthew is able to write so beautifully about his love for God, about his relationship with Jesus Christ. The second thing that I find absolutely interesting is the response of Matthew. You know, when Jesus comes to Matthew and he invites him, Matthew does not think twice. Meta does not say, Well, am I going to leave all this money? Am I going to leave all this luxurious life that I've lived behind? And am I going to follow this man whom I do not even know? Well, Matthew does that. And this is something interesting. Because sometimes I think the Lord gives us a second chance in life. And sometimes we're too afraid of jumping into the occasion, of taking that moment of seizing the day, of saying, Lord, I'm willing to trust you. I'm willing to do that which needs to be done. Sometimes, dear brothers and sisters, we do not have all the answers. Sometimes we do not even know what needs to be done, but we just need to trust God. I don't know what tomorrow will bring. I don't know what next month will bring. I don't know what next year will do. I don't know what this marriage will do. I don't know what this career will do. I don't know what this child will become. But I'm willing to trust God. And sometimes that's enough. That's okay. I don't have to have all the answers. I don't need all the answers. I don't need to have everything figured out in my head. I just need to trust God. And that's what Matthew does. He rises to the occasion. He stands... He gets up. And that is important. The first step is always crucial. Am I making the first move towards the change of life? Quite a number of us know things that are not going well. We know the things that we need to change in our lives. But we are afraid of doing it. But it only takes the first step. The second step will come. The third, the fourth, and the rest Is history. And so too in our lives, we need to trust God. We need to trust the process. We need to trust that God is in charge. We need to trust that God knows what he's doing. He can help us through it all. And he can lead us to something bigger and to something greater. So Medu gets up, he leaves everything behind. Am I willing to leave certain things behind? Having discovered the truth, having been called to something higher, having tasted the greatness of God, am I willing to let go of this and to try God? And this is important because sometimes some of us, even though we have been exposed to the truth, we want a bit of this and a bit of that. We are not willing to let go fully. We are not willing to trust God fully. We are not willing to to give that which needs to be given to God and to let go of that which we know is toxic in our lives. And so Matthew is able to say, I will let go. There's also another aspect in Matthew that I kind of like. I love how he's able to trust himself. Because if Matthew sees his life as a failure, quite a number of us, having looked at our lives as failures, we no longer trust in ourselves. We no longer are willing to trust anyone. We want to see it where we are because that's the only thing we know. I only know how to be a failure. I only know how to be criticized. I only know how for people to look down at me in a condescending manner. I do not know how to be loved. I do not know how to be accepted. I do not know how to be cherished. And so to say yes, even though everybody else had looked at me so badly, with great disgust, but at an opportunity for someone to value me for who I am, I'm willing to jump at a situation. Now, some of us have failed in life. We know our failures. Am I willing to rise above that? Am I willing to take another chance in life? Am I willing to start all over again? That is important. And so he rises and he follows Jesus. And that's what we are asked to do today to trust in God. May the Queen, Virgin Mother of God, continue to be with us, to pray with us and for us. May God Almighty continue to bless and to guide us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.